We have said this vart for now two days straight, and here's the third day, and we're being persistent with this vart. Stubborn. Calling your son Naftali because Rachel was unyielding and that she was going to give birth to the Shifteka. She wouldn't take no for an answer. When you break it down, all of our life's issues, barring any maybe serious ones, they can be solved with hard work and not taking no for an answer. For myself, I was thinking, I would like to spread these messages. I want to reach a million people with my Torah talks. So what am I going to do? Well, if I broke it down, then you know what I should do? I should go print flyers and I should walk around Lakewood and put them inside every single door until everyone sees it. If a person doesn't take no for an answer, well then, it will get there. Emir Tashem, if he davens hard enough, doesn't take no from an answer in his tfilos, so to say, that's the mita that we have learned from the Gedalim. When you break down the story with Tamar and Yehuda, it's almost unfathomable how it could happen. Tamar was described as someone that her father-in-law didn't even know what she looked like, Tamar, because of how sneeze she was, yet she sat outside on the street corners dressed like a harlot. It's hard to understand. Like a Zaina? She understood, says Rashi, that she was going to have holy kids, and they were going to come from a holy place, and this mice had to be done, and this is how she found she saw fit the right way to do it, and although it was uncomfortable, it was what needed to be done. We must be more tenacious. If you would like to make a million dollars, well then have an er- wake up early in the morning and work till late at nighttime, pull a second job, and don't buy a $17 iced coffee. If we have the right determination, with the right amuno, obviously, with the right to philos, obviously, well then if then persistence and not taking no for an answer is in fact the media that's going to get us there.